Hey everyone, if you've been enjoying Straight Talk with Storm, I just want to let you know that this podcast is easily created with quite a friendly learning curve on Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. It is also distributed to many, many podcast hosting channels via Anchor. I can't suggest it more. I personally enjoy it. And thanks so much to Exotic Vivian over at T as in Tom, S as in Sam, E as in Elephant, G as in Glue podcast, which can also be found via Anchor, Spotify, and all other means. But yeah, Anchor.fm is great for all your podcasting needs. You should get on it. Hello, this is Seductive Storm and welcome to my podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it from time to time. It'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times I'll have co-hosts or people that I'm interviewing. So get ready for some real talk with Storm. Well, welcome to a version or a episode of Straight Talk with Storm that I did not expect to do today. Um, I observed some things on Twitter uh, yesterday and the day before, but I was not going to speak on them. And um, then I spoke with one of the people who is going through this ordeal. And I decided, while still respecting their privacy, I would speak on it because I think it speaks to a larger issue. So, backstory on me, for those who are just used to seeing me with the lingerie and the nice clothes and the nice shoes... And who may not have been following me back when I had my own set of struggles. Um, I have lived and experienced every level of sex work you can imagine. I've been the overnight multi-hour girl several times a year. I've been the girl who lived in the hotel with her children for two years. I've been the girl who got evicted before in the past. I've been the girl who prior to sex work had a lot of life experiences, some very good, some not so good. But the most important thing to take note of with me is that I'm a survivor and that I learned from my experiences and that those experiences have made me empathize a lot better with people than a lot of other sex workers do. So with that being said, um, there's another podcast episode that I'm releasing on Sunday that's going to touch base on different ways that many of us help other sex workers. Um, And I'm not going to give too much detail on that because you're going to listen to that later on. But I will say this. Don't help people. And and I used to always tell people this in my civvy life before I ever entered sex work. 
Um, and it is also one of the reasons that I've spoken on before where I don't believe in allowing a man to take total care of me because I have seen and you all are showing me this loud and clear on Twitter that when people help people and they're not genuinely good hearted people who really want to help people for the right reasons, they come back to throw it in people's faces. I personally don't go through these things because I find one way or another to handle things myself or I have been blessed to come across truly generous gentlemen who have treated me with kindness and expected not one ounce of any sexual thing in return. Just people who respect me. Same thing with some female sex workers who see my grind, who know how much I care for my children and my grandchildren and who respect it. However... I wish you all showed that same respect to other people when they need your help. I'm not because, you know, I'm not the only person who needs help every now and again. And luckily for me lately, I found that it's easier for me to just work for what I need. If some if one of the girls or other people, genders pay me an advance for a service. They know I'm good for it. They know they can come back to me and I'm going to do as I said. Um, I have no issue with doing whatever I need to do work-wise to make what I need as long as it keeps my self-respect uh, in order and my safety in order. But let me say this, not everyone is as fortunate as some of us, including myself. There was a time when I was still getting my web design business off the ground where I went through some really rough shit. There were times prior to that when I had gotten arrested. And for those of you who don't understand, depending on what state and city you're in, Getting busted for prostitution can be life-altering, not only in the ways you think it would be, but it's almost like PTSD. You're scared to work for a while, and then when you do work, you're not up to your best caliber and doing your best work because you're looking over your shoulder. And not only that, uh, the fines and all the bullshit classes and ways they find to take your money during that year of probation are absolutely insane. I went from having a lovely home at that time to ending up back in the hotel to ending up with a probation violation, which then gave me a month in jail, which then ruined me for about, because <laughs> additional charges, of course, not criminal charges, but additional fees, ended up ruining my life for like two years. So altogether, between the beginning of when the court stuff started to its end, I'd say about four years of my life went by. And people would often wonder why it was so hard for me. People assumed I was lazy and begging People make a lot of assumptions when they haven't walked a mile in your shoes. And people say they've struggled. I've read people say that they know struggle because they were once a sorority girl. Okay, I come from a family 
of teachers, doctors, and lawyers, many of which were sorority people. My grandmother was one of them. Being in a sorority is a choice, okay? Being homeless or unable to take care of your children and your family is not. So please never mention sorority and struggle in the same sentence. That is the most insensitive shit that anyone can say. There is a lack of respect amongst other sex workers. I notice it even with people not, what's the word? Not sticking to definitions and terms and conditions that they have seen clearly put on my site. And these are the same people who want you to think they're a good person and that they're out here to help everybody. And, but yet will tell you that they do not have the same respect for reading another sex worker's website or abiding by her terms, you know, because it's okay to treat other sex workers the same way that they would scream about being treated. I just want everyone to think about that for a moment. Why is it we feel as though we can disrespect take advantage of, and not abide by rules, regulations, and boundaries set by other sex workers when sex workers are doing services for us. It's very disturbing, and quite frankly, I find it to be disgusting. But enough about what I've dealt with and what I find to just be insulting. Let's get to the bigger picture. I ride hard for people. Sometimes, and it doesn't even have to be that I believe them. It doesn't even have to be that I agree with how they do things. It doesn't even have to be any of that. But as a mother and a grandmother who struggled herself, if I know someone has a child, I don't give a damn if I feel like they're using the child as the pawn or the selling point. You all should be human enough to just remember that they have a child, period. It shouldn't go any further than that part of the discussion. Um, people have reasons for doing things that we don't always understand. And I finally now understand why the person who was attacked online recently is unable to leave her area. I did not understand before because I know I and other people made suggestions about other cities and states where they could receive more help. But I never understood the full depth of what she's enduring and what she's up against and reasons why she had to stay local to her city until today. So I myself was guilty of making an assumption and thinking that perhaps they weren't making the best decision they could to be okay. But sometimes when you shut up and listen, which is what I had to do today, you understand it's not black and white and that shit's going on that you all don't understand. But regardless, what I can tell you I didn't do ever was get online and try to publicly humiliate, talk shit, or um, insult or kick someone when they're down. Now... I will admit, I do work for a lady now who I was not 
particularly kind to a year ago. I was like everyone else. And regardless of what I thought, I should have never participated in online bullying or harassment of this person because it wasn't my place. It was none of my business. Um, and I should have refrained from that. And I have expressed that to them. And if she's listening, she knows what I'm talking about. Um, we've made our peace. Um, you know, we aren't best friends, but I do a service for her and I certainly have a different, I think we have a mutual respect for each other. Um, and I'm a person who doesn't believe in cliques and teenage shit. And so I'm going to associate with and befriend and do business with whoever I choose to, cause I'm going to be a whole 50 years old and I don't have to answer to anyone else. All any of you need to be worried about is that I am professional and do what you pay me to do and that <clears throat> I'm a woman of my word, which I have always been, no matter what anyone tries to tell y'all, I have always been. And I save proof of everything. Understand that. I save proof of everything. But back to the subject at hand. I want us to stop kicking someone when they're already down. <clears throat> what, how you conduct your business, how I conduct my business, how the next person conducts their business, what fits our lifestyles and choices may not fit this young lady's lifestyles and choices. It's very easy to say because I've been guilty of it myself. What we think someone should be doing when they need help. What we think someone could do different and better. I am at a point where um, I'd rather offer support and help them get further with screening than to beat them while they're down. And... I'm only speaking about this situation because I have invited this person to be on my podcast because I think she deserves a voice. I think you all need to listen to it without judging her. I think some of you are extremely privileged and do not understand what it is to be stuck in that hotel situation. Let me explain it to you. So when I was in the hotel... I had to pay for two rooms, sometimes three. I have a large family. And I had to make sure that my family was not in the room that I was going to work from. Because, you know, I want it to be a certain t level of clean and such. And I don't want to have to force my family outside when I have someone coming over. When I first moved in, I didn't have enough for pay to pay for a week up front at the extended stay. And then it became a cycle and I never had enough to pay for it at the extended stay. I paid that hotel $900 a week. And before when I was working in the Washington, D.C. area, went through the same thing because my child was in a private school. And I'm very picky and selective about where my kids are. We lived in a Hilton. And over those months of living in that Hilton, I spent about $10,000 living in a Hilton because I had to provide transportation to the private school. If your kids are in public school, Bush, years after that, passed a law, and the school bus picks your kids up from, from the hotel. And so they would pick my children up later on once I moved to Georgia. 
But even then, I was paying $800 a week. Listen to that. $800 a week. I didn't have Medicaid or food stamps, and I was still supporting my family. I supported my daughter, who's now in college, who at the time, because I was struggling, had gone to live with her dad. I supported my family on my back. I'm a soldier. So I understand how you can give someone $1,000 and another person can give someone $1,000 and it still not be enough for them to dig themselves out of the hole. If you have never had to live in a hotel before with your child, you do not begin to understand and still want them to go to school and be okay. You cannot begin to understand that vicious cycle of being stuck there. Do you know how I got out of the hotel? I had to put an ad on Craigslist. And that's also how I got the house I'm in now that I've been in three years. And I had to ask a landlord and explain to a landlord my situation. I had to explain about my kids. I had to do everything I could till a landlord allowed me to move in without security and first month's rent. And allowed me to pay weekly rent in a house until I was able to pay it monthly. That was the only way. And if I hadn't have done that, we'd probably still be at the hotel. But some people don't necessarily have the gift of gab I have or the skill set I have to make people work with me. All my friends are amazed by it. I've had some badass houses over the years because I'm able to make people work with me. I know how to make my paperwork look right. I know how to even build a website to make you think that I worked wherever back then. Not everyone is that fortunate. So when people do not have a support system of family and they're coming out of domestic abuse or whatever their situation is, which thank God I at the time wasn't, their situation is different. If a person's already been arrested before, of course they're going to screen harder. Why do y'all think I screen so hard? I want us to stop, and I've said this before. Look, for those of you who choose to trust Mr. Number and your gut and whatever your other remedies are, uh, some of you don't screen at all. If you want to play that game, that's your choice. That's your right. That's your business. I'm not mad at you. I wouldn't operate that way because that's some scary shit. But you cannot continue to tell people that screening is a privilege. Screening isn't a privilege. Screening is a necessity, especially in the world we live in now. Civvy women going on dates should even be screening. It has nothing to do with privilege. It has everything to do with your family and friends and children knowing what happened to you and who was the last person with you if something, God forbid, should happen to you. It has everything to do with not spending four years of your life in worse financial turmoil than you were already in because you did what I did. You know, both times I've been busted, it was because I had gotten evicted and I let my guard down about screening and I was in a hurry to make money. Being in a hurry to make money is not a good thing. It's how you end up arrested with your life ruined. Do you know I'd like to tour? There's so many places in the world I want to see. And do you know, even if my passport goes through, 
next month, which hopefully it will, there are some countries that will never let me in. I'm not a murderer or rapist, but I'm a convicted prostitute. They won't let me in. Some of y'all are very short-sighted and you don't think long. And I was one of you. But what I'm telling you is, y'all are out here right now kicking somebody while they're down. So what you gave them this or gave them that? So what we helped them with this, we helped them with that. So what we may not see eye to eye on some of their decisions. That doesn't give us the right, though, to go online and publicly humiliate them. Again, like I said, I've done it before, but I'm trying to be a better person. And I think in the last couple, last year or so, I have grown. I think I've learned to keep my mouth out of shit that doesn't concern me. And to not be so quick to rush to judgment on people. Um, But again, you can have your judgment. You can have your opinion even. But the way some things are being handled right now are very disturbing to me. Um, And some of you who are doing it are people who a year or two ago weren't where you wanted to be yourself financially. And it's amazing to me that you would speak ill or speak down to someone else online. Um, Some of you suddenly act like you are senseis and guardians of escorting and you know all there is to know and that your way is the absolute best way. Look, I don't care if you got 20,000 followers um, and I don't care how much money you make and I don't really care necessarily how you do things that's your business that exactly your business literally it's your business that you're running and it's your life and your safety that you may be discounting for the sake of making a dollar that's not anything to do with me that's not anything to do with this person who needed our help who now we're ganging up on um I know what it is to have nothing and to have a client want to run you around the barn where you're not going to profit, even if they're a reg. Regs take advantage of people all the time. How many of us have had to fire regs this year? Come on. Don't act like it doesn't happen. When we make money, it's supposed to make sense. And if someone's already in a bad situation, it doesn't make sense for them to go way across town and do whatever it is you all think they should be doing. Put yourself in their shoes. Some of us have struggled, but we haven't had to live in a hotel. I've had to live through that shit before. So I know what said person is going through. I was lucky, though, because I had a significant other who the same significant other I got now, who was able to bail me out and able to pay for my room some days and able to, you know, help me get my kids something for Christmas and able to be my backbone when I went through hell. But to not bleed his pockets, John, because I'm just the type of girl who's not going to let somebody just take total care of me, I still worked. Are we saying that Is the assumption amongst you all that the person's not trying or is the assumption 
Or should the assumption be what I've heard so many girls complain of, who scream anyway, that it's slow? Um, there are some of us like me and others who are going to stick to our guns. We're going to scream. And that doesn't mean that we should turn our backs on someone, pick on someone, harass someone online because we don't feel like they should be screening just because they should be as desperate as they possibly can and risk getting arrested again and risk being away from their child. Again, I don't give a fuck if y'all feel like somebody used whatever to get whatever help they got from you all. And you all shouldn't care either because y'all know damn well that there is a child involved. Y'all know it and it's disgusting the way y'all are acting. I'm just going to say it. It's disgusting. And don't pretend, don't be online pretending to be kind, caring individuals, some of you, if you're only then going to screenshot and embarrass someone over what you've given them. When I give people shit, I expect nothing back. Like seriously, even if someone tells me they're going to pay me back, I don't expect it back. And let's take the getting the money back out of it. Look, I know a lot of y'all don't believe in God, but whatever you believe in, fate, karma, know this. What you give out, the universe gives back to you. Some of you all hate that I'm so blessed and that it seems like people look out for me and help me. I see it. I see the little trolls online. But you know why people do that? Because I'm good people. I got a good heart. And I honestly care about people. And that's why the universe continues to bless me. No matter who tries to block my blessings, they come through. And so I'm telling some of you all, everything that goes up has to come down. Remember that. What goes up must come down. It's the, it's the laws of nature. It's the laws of the universe. So don't be so high up on your throne and your pedestal and think that you are untouchable and think that you can't lose all your shit tomorrow. For all you know, someone could hack your bank account and steal all your savings. So don't talk to me about that saving shit. Because we all know our bank accounts get taken away at any time based off what we do for a living. I lost three bank accounts last year. Three. Not one, not two. Three of my bank accounts got taken away. So let's be clear. If someone needs help, you should help them. And you should never speak on it and belittle them and humiliate them and ask questions because you help them. And I'm not trying to be racist right now. I swear I'm not. Sometimes black people do that. But usually I find in the sex work community, it's only the people who are not of color and who have more privilege than most who want to nitpick, gripe, and make fun of people who need help. Or who help you because kind of like how Donald Trump frees a certain amount of black people here and there. And then is the first president to appoint said, you know, gay person to whatever. He's not doing those things because he's a good person who genuinely cares about any of these groups. We know that by how he's treated the LGBTQ and African-American community overall. And Latinas overall. 
The man does not really care, but he will do little things like that just to suck a few of you in to make you think he does. This is the exact same thing. There are some of you who are the same people who are messing with this chick who I trusted and who, yes, I'm woman enough to say you looked out for me on a couple of occasions. Like when I was doing services for you, paid me early on a couple of occasions. But let's be clear. Those weren't handouts. Those were just payments that were made a week or two early. But I still did my work. And I was mistreated and totally disrespected on my terms and conditions at the end of those. And I thought, well... Maybe, just maybe, it's just me and them. But it seems as though, and I don't know, I hope this is not the case. I just feel like now I'm wondering, does this person get off on feeling as though they've helped a woman of color, but still deep inside, They have disrespect for women of color. And that's a bad way for me to feel about someone. And I don't like feeling like that about people, but I'm starting to see a pattern. I'm really starting to see a pattern. And my intuition is usually right about people. So with that being said, I'm going to get off that topic, though. Um, I wish that person well in all her endeavors. I don't never wish bad on anyone, especially not a mother, regardless of race. But you need to stop doing stuff to other people that is not fair to them and that is not just. And if you gave this person some money to help her, any of us that helped, just count it as a blessing you're going to get back from the universe. And I'm telling you, I I completely believe that your money was used for exactly what you gave it to. Because I know how expensive it is to survive while living at a hotel. I know how expensive it is to survive when you got to feed people, you and your child while you're still at the hotel. And I know how expensive it is to get you and your child back and forth to work, back and forth to looking around for help when you're at the hotel. Um. I really, really, really need some of you all to understand it because some of you just don't. Like, you don't get it because you've never lived it. If the worst version of struggle you've ever had to do is being in college and being a sorority girl or struggling once in a while when your sugar daddy misses a payment, but you at least had a roof over your head. And this is to everyone, no matter what race you are. To those of you who have forgotten your struggles and now want to talk down on somebody else. Just because you decided to do whatever to get your money and to hustle faster. Doesn't mean that a person who's already possibly gone through legal troubles already in the past. And who has a child to concern themselves with should do what you're doing. You don't know their whole story any more than I did. And to be honest, none of us will probably know their whole story. I doubt I know their whole story now. But that doesn't bother me. I'm more concerned about making sure this person gets inside because she has an innocent kid who hasn't done anything to any of us. 
some of y'all really, really, really are mean. And I don't know why you're like that. Like some of you are really just bitter, mean assholes. And you don't even realize it. Like you think you're just holding someone to a high standard you expect them to live to. Or a code that you expect them to live to just because you live to it. Just because you adhere to it. Just because you do things a certain way. Again, I've disagreed on a few points with this person who needs help. Um, but even when disagreeing, I have never, ever, 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 ever tried to embarrass them. And I am mortified that y'all would. Um, I really don't give a fuck. And I've said this before, zero fucks given how y'all feel about me, some of you, what your opinion is of me, some of you. Because in general, the general sex work community loves me. The general sex work community knows I'm good people. I know I'm good people. And I like really know it because I don't expect anything. You know how rich I'd be if people that I've helped both in and out of sex work gave me back the money that they owed me or were half as generous and kind to me as I've been to them. But I don't expect it because that's not where my blessings are going to come from. My blessings are going to come in this life or the next when they're supposed to. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And maybe some of y'all think that's a crock of shit. But hey, I know what I'm talking about. Because in the end, when I need, it comes through. It might take forever. It might come through right in the brink, right in the nick of time. But I just know that I'm going to be okay. Some of you, I'm sorry. My um, allergies are bothering me and my throat is starting to burn because I'm out in the living room where the dog has kind of shed. But I want y'all to know, I want y'all to stop messing with this person. I want us either to help or to shut up because there might be someone out there who really is ready to help her, who really does want to help her. And y'all are blocking her chances of getting help by assuming things and posting these things publicly, which may, you know, stop someone who really otherwise would have helped. Um, If your opinion is your opinion, and I'm not saying you didn't have the right to address anyone on it. You just should have done it privately because we're all grown women, men and any other gender you want to identify as. And we should have more respect for one another than this. Um, Don't give to people if you're going to throw it in their face later on. Don't give to people if you're going to question them later on. It's wrong and it shouldn't be done. And I'm just really asking y'all to try to have a heart because y'all are really kicking somebody when they're already down. What do you what do you want to gain from it? Talking shit about her, kicking her while she's down. What are you hoping to gain from doing that? Like I'm really trying to understand. We're so big on exposing people nowadays that we don't think about the ramifications of it at all. And my question to you is. 
Don't you have things you don't want exposed? I know I do. Everybody does. I will say I don't care as much as the average person about my stuff being exposed because I've been exposed so many times already that it bounces off me like oil and water. But there are some of you who I know have situations who I know for a fact would not want to have your life exposed and would not want the same level of cruelty done to them that you're doing to her. So I'm just telling you to like think how it would feel. Just think about what your worst nightmare of being exposed is and embarrassed or humiliated online. Just ponder it for a second and then think, you know what? Maybe I should have addressed that privately or maybe I shouldn't kick someone when they're already down. Like maybe I'm supposed to be better than that. Um, Some of y'all really got to get it together to the person who... This is kind of dedicated to, I want you to know that I get it. I want you to know I've been where you are. I want you to know, even though we've disagreed and argued a little bit about ways I thought you could have gotten help or helped yourself a little better, I still don't think that you deserve what's been said or done the last couple of days. And I still hope that you find the help and the happiness for you and your child that you deserve just because you're a human being. And I also hope that I'm able to have you on the podcast soon still because um, I think you need to defend yourself. I think not only a matter of defending yourself, but I think people need to hear your side of everything. And I hope that doing that gets rid of all this bullshit and you're able to get the help you need. Um, I want you to know, and I hope I showed that to you from the first day I reached out to you, that I genuinely do care. Um, I wish there was more I could do, but unfortunately there just isn't because um, I have... You know, unfortunately, my own children, well, not unfortunately that I have children, but I have my own children, business expenses, family and things I have to tend to. But I've done small things and not so small things that you know that I've done to try to help. And maybe even me doing this, you know, it might piss some people off. I don't care. And and I'm OK with it. I am a person who's always going to speak my peace. Um, I don't back down from people, um, and I'm going to stand my ground. I always have, I always will for what's right. And, um, I just kind of wanted to give you a voice, even though you couldn't do it yourself at this time. And I truly hope things improve for you because I think everyone short of a murderer, a rapist, a pedophile deserves happiness. I really do believe that. So blessings to you, and I hope things improve for you very soon. To the rest of you who listened, um, if you're offended by anything I said, or you felt like I was talking to you, maybe I was, you know. Um, But what I will tell you is maybe you need to listen more than once, and maybe you need to look at yourself in the mirror and come to terms with the fact that Some of the things you've done to me 
and to others were wrong, whether you wanted to admit it at the time or not. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe you should try to correct some things. I'm not perfect. I've admitted all throughout this podcast my wrongdoings in the past, being part of the Mean Girl Club. Um, and so maybe some of the rest of you need to have that same self, you know, excuse me, self-inspection, introspection. And anyway, have a good night. I have the gentleman that I need to interview tomorrow for the podcast. Um, I hope y'all continue listening, even if I made you mad. (laughs) My intent is not to make you mad. It's just to be real. So thank you and good night from Straight Talk with Storm.